Here I am once again. Hey, just watch out for trademarks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and copyright. <laughs> Here we are. What's That's better. <laughs> okay, really quick. Um, I was just rocking Harper to sleep. Um, and she woke up because she had a stomach ache. And let me tell you, <laughs> she's definitely my kid. <laughs> <laughs> she's stinky. <laughs> I, I got what you meant. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. So I forgot to mention this in episode one, and I was so excited. So episode one was aired on September 22nd. And do you know what is significant about September 22nd, 2022 specifically? Um, no. <laughs> Take a wild guess. <laughs> it's not an anniversary. Nope. <laughs> um. Let me preface this by saying I am as basic as they come. <laughs> was it the night Alpha was conceived? No! <laughs> <laughs> I would not share that live. <laughs> At least I don't think it was. Um, no, it's the first day of fall. Oh. <laughs> and, and you can bet your bottom that my basic white girl planned that months ago. I mean, I I, I was close. But <laughs> just kidding. This is supposed to be like a PG podcast. It is dude. PG. I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, but uh, um, Courtney has had things decorated in the house since what was it the first the second <laughs> of september of september yeah it's, it's spooky season <laughs> but she won't let me put up any halloween decorations yet so yeah there's a skull right there okay but like outside i guess okay, we but still that's get because, sprinklers and everything that's because but... we still have our sprinklers on because it's still technically it's not summer. summer anymore but it's still like 80 degrees it's a outside. weird intermittent stage well yeah we're in that stage where people post on facebook about having to remove their sweaters halfway through the day oh yeah it's a very real thing but it's also a very very real facebook post yes i believe that (laughs) okay um so welcome back to our podcast of fam family i feel like we should have some like little uh so like justin bieber's fans are the believers and then um (laughs) <laughs> you're staring at me and you're Continue. making me i feel like we need to have like a little uh nickname for our one subscriber Love just kidding <laughs> who's me they we are have to. We have to. our fam damnly that's our that's our podcast name um, uh-huh. <laughs> they're our damn fam <laughs> no we didn't have those <laughs> i don't know i don't know brainstorm That'd, uh, be a good, that'd be a good idea. Okay. We'll think about it. Cool. All right. Do you want to tell me a story? Yeah. Apparently, Belibus is already taken. So. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Did you ever figure out what I was writing about? Like, did you see my notes? No, but Harper was messing with your notepad today, and I was so tempted to peek, but I didn't because okay. I'm a good person. Well. I'm a good wee I'm proud of you because <laughs> I know it was, you were super curious about the whole thing. For sure. For sure. Cool. I'm strong. So, yes, you are. <laughs> so, I decided to research the Einstein family. What? Yes, that okay. Einstein. Like 
like Albert, like the Albert. Yeah, the Albert. All right. Let's the start. OG. The o- okay. Cool. The person so. that you're uh, modeling your hair after. Exactly. <laughs> and my mustache. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So, we all know about Albert, Albert Einstein, but how much do we talk about his family? Not at all. Not really at all. When I think about Albert Einstein, I think about those little bobbleheads from Night Museum 2. I love those. They, the, the reason that I know part of Pi, because they like chanted off mm-hmm. 3.1415926529265. Yeah, remember. you're missing like a million digits, but... <sighs> I'll work on that. Yeah, work on that. I don't know if it's a million. I don't know how many digits are in Pi. I know it's a lot. I think it's infinite. You're infinite. <laughs> cool. So... I couldn't really find too much on his family beyond his parents, so I don't really know much about his grandparents, really, besides their um, their names. And that's the end of our podcast, folks. So, thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> Just kidding. So, we'll start with his, his parents. Okay. Pretty good place to start, right? That's sure. where they started. Yep. <laughs> cool. So, his father, his name was Ermin Einstein. Ermin? Ermin, or Herman. That's how it's spelled, but I, I think it's Ermin. Where are they from? Is it like what what uh, dialect or language or whatever? Yes. Okay. I think Austrian. So it. I don't know. So his father was um. What was it called? Jewish. He was Jewish, but uh, I can't remember what it's called. Ashkeny. I, I don't know. Some kind of Jewish. So basically, um, the reason I'm so, asking I'm is so. for pronunciation, but yeah. you know me, I don't pronounce anything. Um, yeah, I don't think I wrote it down, but it means, like, Einstein means something in... Is Einstein the correct pronunciation? See. Si. So we, we're saying it correctly. Like, yes. everyone in history has said it <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Cool. So, Ehrman was born August 30th, 1847 in... I can't read my own handwriting. Uh... Shocker. Wow. He was born Sorry. in the kingdom of Wurtgen. Did you just break it? No, but I made a loud noise. Go ahead. Don't make loud noises. All right. Um, kingdom of Wurtenberg. And his father's name was Abraham Einstein. His mother's, na- his mother's name was Helene Moss. He had six siblings, him being the middle child. Herman. Herman was the middle child. Okay. Um, so he... Technically, he had two older brothers and an older sister, and then two younger brothers and a younger sister. His oldest brother, though, his name was Raphael. He died at the age of three, and um, he was he died before they had um, Abraham and Helene had any any other children. So gotcha. Okay. No, none of his siblings knew him, which is sad to think about. It is sad, but that's yes. okay because I had five more kids after that. Cool. So. Yeah, the the date range goes from 3rd of December, 1839, to 15th of March, 1855. That's irrelevant, but, you know, 14 years of six kids. But that was not 14, <laughs> 16 years. I can math. Cool. All right, so as a kid, Herman, 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 I'm going to say Herman. Thank was you. A, he was very academically successful. He had uh, particularly had an affection towards uh, mathematics. Weird, right? Huh. Would have never guessed. Right. And so, as a kid, he was wanting to pursue something that, um, you know, something that math entailed, was entailed by math. So, something mathematical. Sure. But, unfortunately, 
due to his family's financial status and all that, he was unable to further his education. Same though. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I'm 27, still not done with school. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Anyway, so he instead decided to become a merchant. And then he became an apprentice in a place called Stuttgart. I can't do German, but... Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Or Stuttgart. Stuttgart? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm American. Don't judge me. That's okay. Uh, he married a lady named Pauline on 8th of August. What's special about that day, Courtney? 1876. <laughs> I'm just kidding. August 8th, 1876. My hesitation was, was, a, was a joke, just for the record. <laughs> I do know when your birthday is. Is that my birthday? In 1876. I didn't know you knew that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so he was just shy of 29 years old by a couple of weeks, and Pauline was 18. <gasps> so Ew. <laughs> it was normal back then. I know, it's still gross. Just wait, just hold the eels for a bit. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. Cool. So Pauline, she was born to Julius Dertzbacher and um, to Jet Bernheimer, and she was Jewish as well. She had an older sister, two older brothers, and they adopted the the last name. I want to say, like, Koch, but it could be Koch. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway so they adopted that name. Don't know why, but that happened in 1842. Her family grew up pretty modestly, but then further down the line, her father, Julius, um, they were living in a place called Canstadt, uh, and his older brother... He and his older brother, Heinrich, Julius's older brother, Heinrich, um, they started a corn trade. It's corn. <laughs> what do you like about corn? <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> and that, and this corn trade made them bank. They, they were doing pretty well after that. And then they later on, because of all this, you know, mercantile, whatever, um, they became the Royal Wurttemberg Purveyor of the Court. Wait, who has the corn trade? Albert's grandfather on his mother's side. Oh, so yes. Pauline. Pauline. Pauline's yeah. dad. Pauline's dad. And her uncle. And her uncle. Okay. Okay. Got it. Following. Yeah. Cool. All right. So she goes on to marry Herman. And then after the wedding. Poor. So she did not marry for money. Nope. <laughs> no. Because he's poor. But he's she's poor. also 18. Mm hmm. I, I'm not connecting any dots here. I don't know why she did it. <laughs> cool. Anyway, they lived in a place called Ulm. Ulm? Ulm. U-L-M. Ulm? Ulm. Cool. And Herman became... <laughs> Wait, a... <laughs> say that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Herman became a joint partner in a bed feathers company. Uh, yeah, what? I, don't, I don't know what that is either. <laughs> it's just, bed it's feathers? Bed feathers. Huh. I mean, I'm guessing it's feathers they put in beds, but... What do I, I wonder know? where you got that idea. <laughs> so in 1880, Herman's younger brother Jacob had an idea to move to move to Munich. Okay. You know where Munich is? No. It's in Germany. Yes. Um, and so the two brothers in Munich, they started an electrical engineering company. Wow, this is just a family of entrepreneurs. <laughs> right, right, yeah. All right, Herman and Pauline um, had a daughter... Am I missing something? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Okay, sorry. So 1880, they had um, they, they moved, moved to, to Munich. Munich. Albert was born in 1879. 
Okay. And then... So he was a little one-year-old. Mm-hmm. He was a little one just just over one when they moved to Munich. And then... Is it bad that I'm picturing a little one-year-old with gray hair? <laughs> <laughs> with those back... And the mustache. <laughs> and a little bobblehead. No, I, th- I think... <laughs> I mean, when they're babies, <laughs> they can't really hold their head up. Yeah, so they started an electrical engineering company in Munich in 1880. And then November 1881, they gave birth to little... Maria, or Maya is what they called her. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, Albert's childhood, Albert and Maya's childhood, it's noted that Pauline, their mother, was pretty quiet, but she was well-educated, especially having, you know, kind of an inclination for the arts. So, you know, all that stuff, like music, um, especially because she... Grew up rich. She grew up rich. Because of the corn. mm Mm-hmm. It has Corn. the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. She was very good at playing the piano, and she, at the age of five, uh, made Albert. So Albert was five, and when she made him take violin lessons. Ew. So that's there cool. You go. All right. She think he could hold his head up at that point? At age five? No, no, no. I wasn't there. <laughs> During Albert's childhood, unsurprisingly, he was very successful academically, um, especially in math and physics. Okay. Um, so it was to the point where like, he was so smart with mathematics that he taught himself algebra and the Euclidean, ge- and Euclidean geometry, which is just geometry shapes and stuff like that. Huh. And then at the age of 12, he discovered his own original proof of the Pythagorean theorem. Huh. Mm-hmm. What were you doing at age 12? <laughs> uh, not that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so um, his family had a tutor. His name was Max Talmud. And he gave Albert a geometry textbook. And he mm-hmm. said, it doesn't say specifically how long. He just says, a short in a short time, Albert had completed the whole book. A whole textbook. I don't know how thick it was. But he completed a whole textbook in a short amount of time. What were you doing at age 12? <laughs> Honestly, though, like, I mean, good for him, but that also just kind of sounds like torture. Yeah, kind of, but, like, Albert enjoyed it. He loved math. Yeah. I mean, it, it, but I, I hate it, so this would be my <laughs> eternal hell. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, so he goes on, praises Albert's mathematical genius and saying that he like the tutor max he himself could not keep up with albert wow so i don't i'm not sure how old max was at the time but albert was just 12 right and if this guy is a tutor he's obviously you know got some kind of upper hand yeah right for sure you'd think so um so yeah albert started teaching himself calculus also at the age of 12 um i can barely teach myself cross stitch like (laughs) Yeah, I mean, granted, right. I'm doing it while I'm watching Netflix. So I'm a little distracted. Like, give me, cut me some slack. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't doing much at age 12 either. Even now. I know. But anyway. So, yeah, he goes on uh, age 12. He teaches himself calculus. And then in just two years, he stated himself that he had mastered integral and differential calculus. Wait, so, like, he was self-proclaimed mastered? No, he, like, he he actually was, oh. but, like, he did say that of himself. Oh, okay. Like, I was going to say, that's pretty, uh, pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, 
I mean, yeah, he did say it himself, but like, you know, he had the, the knowledge to back up what he was saying, sure. basically. So he okay. had mastered differential and integral calculus by age 14. Okay. At age 13, he had become fascinated by philosophy and music. Um, and he was introduced to Kant's critique of pure reason. And then when um, Kant went on to became become his favorite philosopher, not much else is said about that, but, okay. you know. Why not? Philosophy school. When we all have our favorites, right? Yeah. Oh, right. So, yeah. Um, while living in Munich, Albert attended a Catholic elementary school. So, he started that at age five. He was there for three years, and then he transferred to a Leutpold Gymnasium, which is now known as Albert Einstein Gymnasium. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, gymnasium, has, I guess, has a different meaning in Europe. Where it's not like a, you know... Like a basketball like, court is yeah, what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. It's an actual, like, you know, school. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> At this gymnasium, he received advanced primary and secondary school education for seven years. Okay. Okay. So, after the seven years, um, the Einstein family moved to Italy. Ooh. So, they first moved to, to Milan... And the reason that they moved was because that Jacob and Herman's um, electrical company, um, they lost a bid to be Munich's primary supplier of electrical lighting. Oh, um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, they were. I, I don't know the whole details, but they were missing some components and everything, and then they lost out to someone else. Okay. So they decided to move to Italy because, you know, why not? Yeah. What else would you do? For sure. And then in the same year, they moved to a place called Pavia. That's in Italy. Mm-hmm. Yep, they moved to Pavia, Italy. Herman, Pauline, and Maria, um, they moved, and then Albert stayed. Um, they, he went back to Munich. I'll get to that in a bit. Actually, let's talk about it now. So they moved to Italy, then they moved back to Munich? No, just Albert. So they moved They moved to Italy, they moved to Milan, then okay. to Pavia, but then instead of Albert moving to Pavia with them, he moved back to Munich to continue his education. Okay, I see. So back to the same gymnasium. And so Herman, his ideal plan for Albert was for Albert to study electrical engineering. So following his footsteps, basically. For sure. But Albert had a little bit of an authority complex, meaning that the school that he went to had ideals that he didn't agree with. For example, what he said was that their teaching methods and their regimen disagreed with, like... um or they didn't encourage a spirit of learning or creativity or anything like that. They stick. They stuck to like a strict, um, a strict rote of learning, strict okay. rote learning. Yeah. So basically, by the book, not sure. allowing anything outside the book. Okay. And he wasn't for that. And he wasn't for that. He was all about like let's, you know, open our minds a little bit more to, to more than what you're just teaching us. Sure. So eighteen ninety four was pretty busy for the Einstein family. Um, at the end of December, at the end of December, he convinced the school to let him go by using a doctor's note, and then he traveled back to Italy to be with his family a little bit more. Okay. So sadly, during this time as well, Herman and Jacob's business, their electrical engineering business, started to, decli- to decline and eventually fail. Bummer. So. Should have gone with corn. Should have gone with corn. <laughs> Um, so they had to abandon their factory, and then, you know, after losing most of Herman's money, even after losing it, he decided that he wanted to start a new factory. 
So they started a new, um, a new electrical engineering company in Milan, and it was this time. This time it was better. This time it was better, but again, you know, a lot of back and forth, emotional roller coaster. Herman's health started to fail as well, and he eventually died from heart failure in oh. 1902. All right, in 1895, so Albert was 16 at this time. Albert took the entrance exam for a Swiss, of well, the Swiss Polytechnic School in Zurich. Much to our surprise, Albert didn't really pass this test. I mean, he was only 16. He was only 16, sure. But, like, you know, he's a genius. But it, it says that he got, um, he didn't reach the required standard in the general part of the exam, but got exceptional grades in... Was the general part age? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, he got exceptional grades in math, uh-huh, physics. And, yep, both of those things. And so, yeah, gold star. <laughs> but since he, um, you know, since he failed, the principal who was super impressed by his other grades, his mathematical and um, physics. Yeah, that genius that he has for those two things, he pointed him in the direction of an Argorian can- cantonal school in. Arna, Switzerland. So he attended there in 1895 and 1896. And then while he was living there, he, he was living there um, in the household of, of um, Jost Winterler. Jost had a daughter. And Einstein was kind of like, you know, fancy for her. Mm. Yeah. Got some uh, googly eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. And she'll. Bobblehead um, and googly eyes. Yeah. And this daughter's. <laughs> na- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> All right. So this daughter's name is Marie. Um, and also, fun fact, kind of little side note is Einstein, uh, Albert's uh, sister, Maya, married the brother Paul. So Marie, um, just son, Paul. So they're just keeping it in the family. Just keep it in the family. <laughs> you have no idea. Okay. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, he... Did you just shush me? <laughs> I did. <laughs> So while he was living here, um, Albert renounced his, with the approval of his father. He renounced his German citizenship to stay out of like military stuff. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, out of the military service. And then September eighteen ninety six, he passed the Swiss Matura, which is a it's called like it's um translates to like maturity diploma. Okay. Which is like a. Like an, it's an ex- exit exam for secondary school. Gotcha. Yeah. So like a GED. Kind of like yeah, but like it's yeah, basically. Yeah. Sure. At age seventeen, he enrolled himself in a four-year teaching diploma for mathematics and physics. Okay. Big surprise there. And so this was at the federal federal polytechnic school, and then Marie, the one he was in love with, she moved to Olsberg. She left for a teaching port, uh, post in Augsburg. Yeah, pretty sad that they were apart, but not for long because Albert, in the same class that he was in, met another girl. <gasps> what? Yeah. What is... Wait, were they like an item or were no. they just... Oh, okay. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> like officially, <laughs> we'll, no. we'll get to it. Okay, so he meets another girl. Yeah, so he meets another girl at the same school, and this was his first-to-be wife. First-to-be... <laughs> First to be wife, Milena Marik from Milana? Serbia. 
Milana. Milena. Milena. Milera. I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> Milena. Uh, all right. And she was the only woman of um, in this class. There were only six of them, but she was the only woman. Um, <laughs> so he met a woman. He met a woman. He met the woman. <laughs> the one and only. So they were friends. That friendship moved to romance. And then that involved Albert. them. <laughs> I know. Such a romantic guy. Was he still a teenager at this point? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they were basically almost constantly with each other. Um, they would, you know, do debates together. They would study together. Uh-huh. Um, they would write each other notes. Oh, so cute. And in one of the notes, Albert said to her, like, I much prefer studying with you. Oh, <laughs> super cute. Super cute. Super cute. <laughs> and then... 1900, Albert passed his exams and was awarded his federal teaching diploma. Okay. So he could now teach mathematics and physics. Oh Every boy. little boy's dream. JK. Yep. Not cool. mine. I'm not a little boy, though, so it's fine. So this girl, who is referred to as Marique now. Marique? Yeah, goes by her last name. Uh, Marique and Albert had a daughter in 1902. Um, not much is said about her. Kind of a sad story. Does she die? Hold on. Yeah, here we go. Um, so Marie moved back to Switzerland without the child. Not clear what happened, but there was a letter that was released um, that Albert had written that suggests either she was adopted or she died from scarlet fever in, in infancy. So, pretty sad. Let's go with the adoption story because yeah. then at least she She gets was to definitely it. adopted. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So Albert and Marique wedded in January 1903. Wedded? They wedded. <laughs> they were to be wed. <laughs> I think it's just wed. They wed? Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> they wedded. They wedded. <laughs> I like it. They got married they in got married. January 1903. <laughs> and then in May 1904, they had a son named Hans Albert Einstein. And then another son, um, six years later in July 1910. Does that one have a name? Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what it was. I didn't write it down. Only Hans. We only Only, care about Hans. We only care about Hans. All right. So, they got married, then they moved to Berlin in April 1914. Okay. And... Sorry, not and, but, it's a big but. Marique had learned of um, Albert's attraction to his... Oh, I didn't talk about her. Let's talk about her real What quick. the... Did I write down? Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's on my second page. <laughs> so this is a year after Paul, um, after Herman died, Pauline, Albert's mother, moved to um, live with her sister, Fanny, and her husband, Rudolf Einstein, um, so first cousin to uh, Herman. Okay. So they're, they're, you know, keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. <laughs> um, Fanny had a daughter, Elsa. Yeah, we'll talk about her in a bit. So 1910, Fanny, you know, Pauline. when and... you first said Hans, I was going to make an Elsa joke, but now <laughs> she's entered the story. <laughs> yep. Where do you think they got the uh, inspiration for that movie? Albert Einstein. I don't Just know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> So, Albert and Marie Canella son in July 1910. So, that's where we're at. 1910. Fanny, Pauline, and company. So, Pauline and her family. Okay. Um, moved to Berlin. 
where Pauline took a job as a housekeeper. Then in 1911, she lived with her brother Jacob in Zurich, and then again, uh, she moved back to her sister. Oh, her sister was with her. Like, so the whole family was together. Okay. So they moved to Zurich and then back to Heilbronn, Heilbronn, where they were originally in 1913. Marie, going back to Albert's wife. Marie had learned about a little, um, little romance that Albert had with Elsa, Elsa, <laughs> who was both his first cousin and his second cousin. First cousin maternally, second cousin paternally. Okay. <laughs> so. Interessante. Mm-hmm. So that was nineteen fourteen. Um, they divorced early in nineteen nineteen, but I think it was nineteen eighteen. Um, Pauline, she got sick with cancer. Um, so while she was living in Heilbronn, um, she got admitted to a sanatorium. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for her illness and everything. Sure. But then, um, yeah, so she, she's sick. And then towards the end of 1919, um, well, first of all, Albert and Marie got divorced after being separated for five years. I mean, I don't the, blame them. Right. If you were in love with your cousin, I would have some questions. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Albert decided to, um, take her in take pauline in at the end of 1919 and that is when his mother died okay yep sad yeah so as part of yeah part of the divorce settlement as well that um murray and albert had was that if albert was to win any nobel prize money it would all go to her (laughs) so like you know good for her honestly (laughs) Because, I mean, as we know, he did win Nobel Prizes. (laughs) Okay, but the fact that that was put as their settlement, like, I already know that you're a genius, so inevitably, when this happens, I want all the proceeds from it. Right, (laughs) right. So. Yeah, um, definitely smart on her end. Yeah, but get this also. So there were letters that were revealed in 2015 um, that show that Albert was also writing letters to Marie Winterler, the one that he was living with in, in Switzerland. The one that was, got away. The one that got away. Okay. And he was um, writing her letters about wow, just, this updates guy of, just updates of his life and I everything. never would have thought that Albert Einstein was such a little Flusy. flirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll go with flirt. <laughs> All right. Continue. Sorry. Okay. Uh, while Marie was pregnant with uh, their second child, and th- this is an excerpt from his with his Hans. letter, yeah, uh, to the second one, Hans was the, the second first one. boy. Well, they had a daughter. And they did have a daughter. That Continue. was definitely adopted. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for interrupting. You're okay. So this is an excerpt from his letter. It says, "Quote." I think of you in heartfelt love every spare minute and am so unhappy as only a man can be. Unquote. Albert! He then spoke about misguided love and a missed life regarding his love for Marie. Like, you should have settled down when you had the chance, dude. Yep, I know. So I'm after, offended for, I know. for Malik. Marie? Marie. 
So yeah. sad. Yeah, Just no. kidding. <laughs> so, after their divorce, Albert had a pretty quick turnaround and married Elsa. Okay. <laughs> His cousin. Um, and then it says, also, after having had a relationship with her since 1912. So, kind of like a little side piece, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then they immigrated to the United States in 1933. And then Elsa, while they were there, uh, shortly after, a couple years after, she was diagnosed with um, heart and kidney problems and died in December uh, 1936. Huh. <sighs> yeah. Was he still writing to his other lady? <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So 1923... Wait, yep. <laughs> when did she die, Elsa? 1936. Okay, so 13 years before that. <laughs> so 13 years before that, Einstein, Albert, fell in love with a secretary named Goodness. Betty Newman. <laughs> um, that sounds like an American name. Mm-hmm. Betty. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she was the niece of a close friend. Friend's name was Hans Musalm. That's not an American name. That's not an American name. I didn't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm definitely probably not. Got another Hans in the picture. <laughs> yep. Dang it, Hans. So, yeah. More letters released in 2006 describe Einstein. Well, Einstein describes six different women. Six? Um, six different women. <laughs> not including the ones that he's already been with? Not including Marie? I think. And Elsa? No, I think those are part of them. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not. But anyway, so the these ladies, I won't go into names or anything. Um, just know that there were six other women with whom he spent time with, from whom he received gifts while while being married to Elsa. He won't go into names. That's I won't funny. go into names just because it's pointless. They don't come really up any anymore. Okay. Um, actually, one was a Russian spy. Really? Uh, yeah, I guess she's kind Wait, of like fun. like legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I won't oh. go to names. Oh, because one was <laughs> Yeah. Um the second son name was Edward. Ah. Hans and Edward. Hans and Edward. Edward. Not Christoph. Nobody cares about Edward. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'm team Jacob all the way. I mean team Hans. Just team kidding. Hans. <laughs> You're into redheads, huh? What? <laughs> You're into redheads. What is that? Hans from Frozen is a redhead. Uh, is that what you were talking about? Yeah. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I was picturing Jacob from Twilight with red hair. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's past my bedtime. Yeah, it is. It's almost my bedtime. <clears throat> but yeah, we know kind of the rest of Albert's life. You know, E equals MC squared, theory of relativity, all that fun stuff. 3.1415. Sorry. <laughs> you have to do it in the bobblehead voice. 3.1415. Uh, 9465764321. Beautiful. Thanks. Try real hard. Yeah, you did. Anyway, but that's um, that's really all I got to. <laughs> um, just like, you know, the juicy stuff between uh, behind wow. Albert's love life. I and... seriously. Okay, so first of all. Yeah. Was that the end of your story? Yes. That's, okay. all, that's all the notes I have. His poor dad couldn't catch a break. Poor dad couldn't catch a break. His mom was the daughter of a rich corn farmer yep. person. Got Purveyor the of the court. Uh, 
Einstein was a child genius mm-hmm. and a floozy. Yeah, Is that what you called him? <laughs> Got all the ladies. Uh... All the ladies. Do you think they know about each other? I mean, probably now. Do you think they had brunch? Oh my gosh, could you imagine? <laughs> six ladies being like, oh my gosh, Albert. At least six. There's probably more that we don't know about. And they all, like, overlap. Mm-hmm. Albert, what are you doing, man? Well, you know, most geniuses are kind of perverted. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. And where do you get that information? The internet. How I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Relevant <But> sources. <laughs> <laughs> like Thomas Edison, why do you think light bulbs are boob-shaped? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nuh-uh. That's a hemium quote. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> Wow, what a story. Mm-hmm. I literally knew none of that. But like Ben Franklin as well was kind of a sleazebag. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I have heard that. I did not know. Literally all I think about with Einstein is just like his theories. That mm-hmm. he came up with his mathematical theories. I knew nothing about his personal life. Right. I also, you know, didn't know that he lived in Germany, but it makes sense. <laughs> Also, I think for the next few episodes, let's not pick German-oriented families because we can't pronounce them. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, I mean, we probably could look up how to pronounce German stuff. Yeah. Who has that time? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, the Einstein family. Wow. Fun people. Albert. From what I found, I think the, um, like his... At least from what we know, his family goes back, I think, seven generations, I want to say. Okay. But I didn't get all that information because there wasn't really anything notable about them besides their names. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty jazzed about the the corn farming, but that was only... I mean, that's the highlight of the whole story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. What would it have been like to have been one of those ladies that received letters from Albert Einstein? That weren't mathematical equations. <laughs> well, huh. did I ever tell you? I probably didn't. There was one time I was um I was walking to school. This was back in Australia. I was walking to school, and this guy passed in a car who resembled Albert Einstein like to a T. Really, I got a. I got a pretty good glimpse of him. It was quick, but like it was a pretty good glimpse of him. He had the hair. He had the mustache. He had the gray in his hair. I'm like, looking at him, like maybe time travel is a thing. <laughs> like I, to this day, because I think my brother was walking with me as well, but um, I don't think he saw him. But like I, I don't know. I could have sworn if I didn't know any better, I would say that is Albert Einstein. <laughs> but like maybe I don't know better. Maybe. That that is. I uh, that was him. I saw him in a wax museum. Oh. It wasn't actually him though; it was just wax. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was the one in uh, San Francisco. Oh, cool! When did you go to San Francisco? Uh, twenty fifteen. Without me? I didn't know you. I mean, I did know you, but I didn't. I wasn't a part of your life in twenty fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I went with Alyssa and my oh. grandparents, and... Uh, we should go. You want to go to San Francisco? Yeah. To the, the Bay? Is that what they call it? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. We also... That California. was when we went to Alcatraz. <gasps> I want to go to Alcatraz so bad. 
Yeah, that would be really fun. Anywho, <clears throat> I am tired. Cool. All right. So. Uh, well, hey, thanks for listening, everyone. Really close to the microphone right now, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode two. Einstein. The Einstein family. <laughs> and good night. Oh.